Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This week's Seaweed Spotlight episode is with Hunter from Gallo Wines. Yeah. We had a great talk. Uh, they have, Gallo Wines has the portfolio for a lot of brands that you would know. And because I am who I am, I picked out a couple <laughs> that I wanted to say. But one of them is um, Apothic, which we were told is not a, you know, it's a pretty mediocre price wine. But they also have Wild Irish Rose and Boone's Farm. Yeah. And a lot of other great brands we're joking around. But this is a good conversation that we had with Hunter, and uh, we thank him for coming on. Yep, thanks. Enjoy. Ready? Yeah, we're good to go. And we're back again with guest Hunter. Glad to be here. And you're from Gallo. Gallo Winery. Gallo Winery. Yep. And we're going to talk about some liquor and some wine and some scotch. I like talking about liquor. We talk about everything. Yeah, we do too. It's just, we're like, what, what, what could we do to uh, have a podcast where we enjoy what we're doing? It's like, what do we like? We like whiskey and we like hunting. So this is, uh, this is where it came from. I could just talk about it, right? Yeah, that's it. Perfect. And we're sipping on some Old Forester today as well with thanks to Cheers SC for donating that to us. We're going to be enjoying it. So tell me, so your family owns it? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. I wish. <laughs> I, I, I'd be sitting on a you know private jet right now flying across yeah, the yeah. world. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just one of their minions. Uh, so, But no, I just uh, I covered the state of South Carolina for E&J Gallo. Uh, which is a family-owned company. Um, so two brothers, Julio and Ernest, started it back in the early 1900s and you know, became a sensation. It's now the largest winery in the world. So you know, if you were to look at our next closest competitor, I mean, we're about three, four times bigger than anyone else, um, especially with our acquisition of some of the Constellation brands last year, which super excited about. Um, we've... Uh, solidified a, a, a great spot to be able to innovate, uh, create, and continue to build our spirits portfolio as well as our wine portfolio. And you got, and you said you have our wineries all over the country. All over the country, all, all over the, the world. world. Yep. So Thanks. Where did it start out of here? 
Uh, no, it started out in uh, California, Modesto, California. I don't okay. know if you've ever been out there. Um, is that wine country? Uh, yeah, no, it's farm country. Um, <laughs> it's uh, let's just say if Gallo wasn't there, uh, I don't know if the city would exist. So oh, okay. um, it's uh, it, it's a beautiful place. Facilities are beautiful, um, but uh, I don't. Have you guys ever had a chance to go out to wine country? No, no. I've been to LA and you know the insert here, but. Yeah. San Diego I really liked but I have never been north of LA we have kind of an invitation to yeah, uh, the Anderson Valley Anderson Valley for the, oh, the, nice. the the brewery up there we did a podcast with uh, yeah I'll have to cut that <laughs> did a podcast with we did a podcast guys. with the uh, owner of Anderson Valley and it yeah. was uh, it was a good conversation they do some pretty cool stuff nice but nice. He, it's like I guess there's the same thing that town wouldn't exist if it weren't for yeah for Anderson Valley which, I mean, you see all these uh, big corporations, a lot are coming into South Carolina now, I'm seeing, right? Oh, yeah. There's tons. Yeah, and we're actually building a new headquarters up in Chester County, um, up in the upstate, which is going to be our East Coast facilities, just as big as the one out in South or in uh, California, bringing 500 new jobs, um, you That's know, awesome. where it's going to span over, th- you know, thousands of acres. Nice. Uh, we're going to have all the imports, instead of coming through the Charleston Harbor, getting trucked across the country to come back it's just going to go straight into our new facility for bottling for glass we're going to make all our bottles there and canning and everything like that so super excited about that just broke ground and should be operational in the next year or two that's going to be awesome. It's, we expect an invitation to come. Oh, there. absolutely. You guys will be first on the list. Yeah, we'd love to come up there yeah. and do some filming. You bring the bourbon and, uh, you know, yeah, we'll walk around. Absolutely. Right? Sure. What family of wines are you guys, you guys have all types or you specialize in reds or whites? Oh, or? We're all over the place. Um, so some of our big names, which some of your listeners might know, uh, La Marca Prosecco, Barefoot, okay. Barefoot Wines. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Apothic, Louis Martini. Oh, Apothic is one of my yeah. favorites. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they have the bourbon barrel. Age yep. bourbon, yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, we have hundreds and hundreds of different SKUs, but a lot of the, they say one out of every three wines picked up at the grocery store now is a Gallo wine. So I don't think I knew that Gallo was that was the parent company. I guess I didn't think about that. Uh, So when a lot of people do think because Gallo has you know its own label and its big jugs, right? Yeah, it was an old. I know the big jugs. It was an older. older uh, label but that's what people perceive gallo as but i mean we have the orange swift lineup which bottles range you know up into the mid 200s down to the barefoot wine so we're we're a huge winery and we keep innovating keep growing and you know that's what i was talking about our spirit so we're after this year we could be the number five spirit supplier in the world wow yeah holy cow so um, or a lot, a lot of thanks to uh, a little brand called High Noon Seltzer. Yeah, yeah. So that's us. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Dude, I, there's a. I was at a liquor store and they were bringing High Noon in there, and somebody was like, "What is this?" And the guy was like, "Try it. Just dopey. Open one. Let us try it." And I was like, "I get it because Brittany. Yeah. She she drinks it all. Well, used to she's pregnant now, but she <laughs> used to drink it all the time. Yeah. And um, Matt also brings it around. I didn't know that was. Have y'all you guys too. tried it? I've had it yet. Okay. I haven't had it yet. Oh, man. I it, had it there at that liquor store. It's dangerous. It's yeah, dangerous. <laughs> you, I mean, they're so sessionable. I, I like to say, you know, it will get you it will get you real fucked up, but you won't have a hangover <laughs> in the morning. I promise yeah. you. Because it's all real fruit juice. It's a vodka instead of malt-based, like a lot of these seltzers yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you can add a vodka to it. You can add a tequila to it and just mix it, and it just goes down too smooth. That's how you guys get into liquor stores, because it's, it's a vodka base. Yeah. Right? right, because you can't have, if it was malt, you couldn't have it in a liquor store in South Carolina? I, yeah, so I'm new to South Carolina. I just moved from Florida, which okay. is the wild, wild west, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, you have everything all in one spot. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm getting used to the 
glass divider and yeah. the liquor stores <laughs> and you know uh you know so i managed the on-premise business restaurants and hotels okay. and um, it was so strange to me that uh, restaurants had to buy their liquor from a liquor store. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. You know, what's crazy about it is a lot of the, we were friends with several liquor store owners in the yeah. area, and they talk about, they're like, we did $10,000 yesterday with uh, Food and Bev, and he's like, I made 80 bucks. Oh, yeah. Because you have to almost sell them below cost and yeah. make your money on people that just come in. Correct. But it's all about that volume because unless you push massive volume, you're not going to yeah. get the allocated stuff that, that other people would want. Absolutely. Which I know it's a big thing in the bourbon and in the scotch world and even the tequila world these days. I mean, the allocation yeah. on a lot of tequilas is insane. Yeah. yeah. So that's the, like, a lot of, the, I've become a, not a, I've become Hmm. I don't know the word. Not a fan, but I've become uh, the where I enjoy an añejo here and there, mm. and some of those can get quite expensive. Oh man, You're, I tell you what, um, we have one called Don Falano, yep, which is beautiful añejo. But I mean, you're spending. 70 80 bucks yeah. a bottle easily i mean but it's smooth like you get a good, good añejo you can sip it like a bourbon absolutely right? that's why i like it it's it's, it's uh, what, there's a guy that i go to a liquor store here um forsberg's yeah and he's always he's a tequila guy mm-hmm. but he knows everything about bourbon but they've handwritten all these notes about you can go in there and ask for the book and the book's got these are the whiskeys or whatever that you want to buy these are what won the awards last year yeah. and it's like so don't be looking for blends don't be looking exactly. for the stuff look at this stuff and he gave me the tequila one and I stood in there for an hour and just read <laughs> his personal notes and I'm like walking around the tequila oh, they're his notes, like yeah he wrote them personally oh, wow. okay. so I'm walking around the liquor store like looking at the bottles he's talking about and reading them and ended up making a couple selections yeah. and he was like that that's he was like those are great he's like by the way do you want a bottle of Blanton's as well I was like no man I I wasn't joking with you. Like, I seriously don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were some that stood out? Um, the the ones that are in the the big, tall, like ceramic looking one, like the porcelain. Yeah, the porcelain, the, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. had it had a black, almost like a Jamaican beanie yeah. kind of thing on top oh, of it. I can't remember what it was called. I think I, I think I, I can picture it. I can't think of the name right now. I'll put but, the name of it right yeah. here because I'll look at it when I go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Uh, but yeah, I I like them, and then. There's another on Yeho. I can't remember that brand either. I'm a bourbon guy, you know. Yeah, so it's of course. I just have the tequila. Well, I'm a, I'm a huge bourbon guy too, um, you know. And what's funny though, because obviously I worked for Gallo, I got I kind of got into the brown liquor through Scotch, which was I know it's kind of opposite, but that was the goods that were free to me. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I I kind of entered into the brown category through Scotch, and it was it was super interesting to trans you know transition from scotch to bourbon and now i'm, I'm I, I love to collect bourbon i'm a yep. big blood oath guy i'm yeah. i'm trying to find one two and three right now i found four. Oh, um, did you i, I have four. six and seven I, I, yeah five six seven um and i'm trying to find a customer that will you know slip me the eight and nine and ten when it comes <laughs> out but yeah. uh uh, huge bourbon collector and um, definitely my drink of choice. But, you know, scotch is super interesting these days. And the application it has in the present day in the cocktail world is growing and growing and growing. And the American palate is starting to invite it a yep. little more, um, you know, as, you know, bourbons, even some bourbons. Uh, what's what's the one? Peg leg. Right. Yeah, peg I leg. love peg leg. But it's got that little smoke to it. Right. Yeah. And, the porker. Um, yeah. The porker. So, you know, I don't think people are scared. And if they get educated on scotch, they, they find that it's actually, you know, pretty smooth. And yeah. it, it's got a lot of the same similar characteristics as bourbon. 
Um, but you know, people are so scared of the Lafroigs and all that. Yeah, them. the Isla seems Isla to have a hard. Yep. Uh, that's a hard one to like. You have to kind of. But uh, the yeah. other thing too is Scotch is supposed to be drank with water, yep. and a lot of people don't. They'll just taste it and like this is too much. It's yeah. like, well, you're you're supposed to put a couple drops of water. Couple in drops. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Which with bourbon, that's almost sacrilege. <laughs> it's like this is what they said it should be. You should drink it that yep. way. And the other thing that's fascinating about Scotch as well is how much longer it has to be aged due to the climate. Yep. But we've tried. Like Ard, like the Ardbeg people are nuts. The people that love Ardbeg are just insane. insane. Yeah, there's there's a in Scotch I've learned just through being part of different communities and what there's when you get into the really heavily smoke smoked or heavily and heavily peated stuff, uh, you 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 are either firmly in that camp that likes it or you are absolutely on. There's no in between. No, <laughs> there's no. no gray gray area for that and at all. I'm definitely not one of those guys in that camp. You yeah, know, as much as I like Scotch, it's just not enjoyable to me. It feels like you're just chewing on a piece of you know smoky wood. Yeah. Well, if they get super medicinal, then yeah. the, like the rubber gloves, the band aid, the iodine flavors. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind a, a glass of Scotch, but it has to be like uh, today. I'm going to have a Scotch and a cigar, yeah. and I'll sit down and, and kind of tough my way through it. Well, you should but, definitely. Have you tried uh, Dalmore? Yep. Okay. So you know, definitely completely. And that's, I know that's one of yours. Yeah, yeah. Definitely completely different than those Highland scotches. It's a Highland right. Scotch, which you know, Highland Scotch is like the Macallans of the world, yep. and yep. Um, definitely going to be more bourbon like. Um, yeah. yeah. So if uh, that, that's one that we're really seeing people start to gravitate towards, but um, before we go over into the Dalmore, we also have uh, one of those. Scotches that kind of fit right in the middle between those Islay and the Highland. It's called Jura, and it's it's you know if craft it was craft before craft was cool as we like to say it right. It's Jura is a little island off of Islay. Um, you know that all that's on the island is a distillery. Yeah, and I've heard of that. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. There's whirlpools to get to it. I mean, you can't you only can get there by boat. Um, wow. But um, there's yeah there's more red red tailed stag on the island than there is people. I mean, wow. it's incredible um, over there. But they're like, uh, I'd say on a scale from one to ten, where Lafroig and Ardberg or Ardberg are like eight, nine. This is probably like a two or a three, where like Dalmore is like a one. So I mean, you're starting to get a little more peat, a little more smoke, but it's not overbearing. So that's where we're seeing a lot of cocktail application because it does include that smoke and that grittiness, and you know, it's dry, it's cool, it's crafty. Yeah. Um, so we can do a lot of fun things in the cocktail world. Yeah. With, Mixologists love it. Yeah, when you have a whiskey or, a, or that has a uh, is not so far on in one flavor profile, it opens you up to being able to be a little more creative with the notes that that it does have sure. to you know pair it with other things. We also sell a cocktail smoker that's made out of bourbon barrels. That's what it was telling me. Yeah. And the I've so I have the Macallan Seventeen. Why they discontinued it? I've looked into it, but yeah. it's super unfortunate because it was one of my favorites. I have one that's unopened that. Hold on when you think about like your last days, like God yeah. forbid, I, but I almost don't want to know. But if I do know, like I got a week left, like there in that week, I will, I will open that. I will keep that until then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I hope that if, if I don't get to open it, then, you know, they take it to the funeral and they pop it there. And, like everybody <laughs> drank this because this is, but that smoked and it adds with the, there's not a lot of peat to it, but some of that peatiness and some of that medicinal flavors that you get in that scotch combined with the bourbon barrel smoke to it. It changes. It's a whole different world of flavor. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed is it's it's easy to get a bourbon guy to drink scotch when it's smoked like that. But to get a scotch guy to drink bourbon, I've noticed it's almost harder because a lot of times they think it's too sweet. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Which... 
Um, I, I got to try the, the smoked. Uh, you know, I've honestly never, I mean, I've smoked old fashions with scotch in it, but I've never just smoked a scotch and tried it that way. So yeah. I'll definitely have to give that a try. We'll hook you up with a kit before we leave. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. We do, um, you know, when we talk about whiskeys and, and we, we try not to get too far down the rabbit hole because there's plenty of other folks in bourbon personalities yeah that do that yeah. bourbon personalities there's a lot of those that's a joke <laughs> um, it's a but, joke i was like who's talking wait wait, wait that i'll tell you after who it is um <laughs> now, now i forgot what i was saying <laughs> trying to be funny yeah uh, it's a. Uh, it's i think what, what what we're saying is we usually don't go down the rabbit hole of flavors oh, and oh, okay. taste we like to more talk about from seed to barrel but when yeah but when we do like we always say hey try don't turn your nose up to that to that whiskey or whatever yet yeah Add some water, add some ice, and uh, if you know, and th- th- those were common things, right? But yeah. now, now we say try a little smoke, and, yeah. and because your olfactory system, right, the way it, the way it works is heavily it heavily involves the nose. So when you add that element of smoke, it brings out other flavors that you otherwise wouldn't have uh, would have tasted. And when we started this, I don't think we really like we were focused on this would be great for cocktails, and, yeah. and then we and then when we realized that you can just add it to. Uh, you know, spirit by itself and it just opened up you know so we have people who do who've told us and come by later and say hey i use that to smoke uh a, a coffee cup yeah or before i uh, i made green tea we had a, we had a kid that has Tequila. a youtube page on, yeah. with, with tea and he bought it to smoke his teas and wow. like people do it with coffee i mean there's all kinds of different that's next level yeah i mean it's a, hey it's fun, it's fun to see because people are like, oh, I don't drink. And I'm like, well, you don't have to drink. Yeah. To, uh, I'm sure you drink something. Yeah. <laughs> Try smoking some wine. See yeah. what happens. You know? Oh, shit, man. I've never hey. done that. Never tried it. And I drink a good amount of wine. I'm a big, more of a red wine okay. than anything What's your else. go-to? The Apothic. The Apothic? I drink the Apothic. Oh, right. Yeah, you have a, isn't, isn't there a red blend? Yeah. Just a red, yeah. yeah, that's my favorite. That's, yeah. I drink that pretty, because the price point's great. Absolutely. And I can do a bottle and I'm still good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have the ability to spend, you know, we're adults. We can spend money on nice expensive wines but you don't have to to no. have really good no, wine no, no, what's no, the no. nicest wine you've ever had and what did you think about it oh man you put me on the spot um, <laughs> i had a thousand dollar bottle i can't remember what it was it was some weird name yeah and i didn't like it it tasted like oh yeah almost vinegar i don't know well you know some of those nicer older bordeaux let's say it was probably a bordeaux i would imagine um you know they're old vintage they're you know you can get some that are 30 40 years old you got to let those sit for a while you got to take the sediment out i mean you got to actually treat that differently than you would open in a bottle of apothic yeah. right why decanter apothic and it woke up. <laughs> i'm not joking i think man. you're the first to ever decant apothic Seriously? so Dude, thank you for that <laughs> thank you for that That's that is funny. amazing um you know there's just so many good ones um I, i'd honestly have to dig down the rabbit hole on this one but uh you know, some of some of my favorite, like, just go-to, like, without having to spend. I mean, obviously, I've had, like, some $100, $300, $400, $1,000 bottles, which they're great, but it also depends on what you're eating, too, yeah, in my sure. opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, I've had some great $60 bottles of wine that I've remembered forever, and, you know, they're probably going to fire me for this, but Oberon <laughs> is a great cab that I had with a fantastic steak up in Chicago, that I, I remember more than, you know, a DRC, which costs, you know, $3,000 a bottle, right? Yeah. And, like, it's – and not to say that it, the DRC is fantastic, and that's Domain domain Riconti is what that is. Um, but, uh, yeah, this Oberon, I mean, with the steak that I had and just the people I was with, yeah. it's so much more than the juice Than the just bottle. the wine, right? But, yeah. I, mean, it, I mean, obviously, the juice has got to be good, but, you know, it's my, – my take on the whole industry and bourbons, wine, everything, it's – how who you do it with 
how how you enjoy it and how you can remember it. Right. right? Yeah. We, absolutely. Like we all are. In, we're in the industry. We drink a lot. I mean, you're not <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do. But uh, I I think it's more about those memories that you create. And you know, I'm me and my wife are all like we like we want to collect this one. We want to collect this one, but. You know, then we're like, we need to open these because we're, we're not going to remember this. Like, yeah. or to yeah. your point, what if we all, what if we leave this world tomorrow, right? Yep. Like, yep. Um, so it's that's a tough question, but uh, I, it's all I, that's my opinion on it. We well, uh, that's one thing that we focus on a lot is the experience, and, and we actually have a thing that we do called the experience, <laughs> and it's and it's been true time and time again that people would have something that they've had before and they're like i don't remember liking this so much it's like it's you probably don't yeah but it's just who you're with the environment and i've learned that a lot we've gotten into cigars lately yeah and there's been times that i've smoked a cigar out with people drinking having a good time and, and i smoke a cigar and i'm like this is my cigar and i go buy a box of it and it shows up and i'm like this is trash because <laughs> you're not in that same moment yeah not in the i'm not in the moment you didn't just eat the same meal so you yeah. don't have some of those same residual flavors it's yeah yeah, that's the way it goes. I, I agree, one hundred percent. But uh, talking cigars, so Downmore has an expression called a cigar malt. Yep. Which, um, if you haven't had it, give it a go and okay. definitely have a cigar. Um, it, it just pairs so fantastic. And uh, you know, I've I don't get me wrong, I love cigars and bourbon, like I do. But there's something that's different about a good scotch and a cigar. You know, on a chillier night. I mean, yep. it just hits home. We're talking those experiences. Um, you know, it's, it'd be cool if you could like make a couple different pods with different climates and different atmospheres and here's a different experience here's and see yeah. like what people resonate towards. But, um, you know, the cigar mall, it, it's aged in Cabernet barrels for a little bit. Perfect. So it, 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 you know, you get a little bit more of that, um, that red wine esque to it, which yep. red wine is pairs well with cigars as well. But Absolutely. you include that with the, you know, the sherry cask and the ex bourbon cask and, you just get beautiful notes of chocolate and cinnamon and just it, it's fantastic so how long do they normally age in each barrel do you know i was gonna ask that question. it depends so like you know starting with our 12 year right and we're it's gonna so with scotch it when it says 12 years that's the youngest scotch right, in yeah. that bottle same right? thing with whiskey, same with whiskey. Yep. yeah so you know a lot of times when it's a 12 year it's you just got some 15 year in there you got some 18 year in there but, you know, it spends about three years in Matusalem Oloroso Sherry Cask and then about nine years in Ex-Bourbon Cask. And it's not like they go from one to the other. They blend it at the end, right? So, um, but what's fun, what's cool about Dalmore is that they have this agreement with Gonzalez Bias, which is one of the biggest uh, port producers in the world. And they are one of the sole proprietors of, or Dalmore was able to create, uh, or get a, an agreement with them where they get to use their 30-year-old Matusalem Olorosa sherry casks, uh, which no other Scotch producer in the world. Uh, oh, wow. Can use. oh, So wow. that's what kind of sets us apart and, you know, really elevates Dalmore compared to a lot of the other. Labels. What are the years currently available for it? So commercially, you can find it the 12-year, uh, you got the 15-year, you got the Portwood, you got the 18-year. I think I actually had the Portwood. Portwood's beautiful. For under 100 bucks, I mean, it's a beautiful Scotch. Yeah, I think yeah. I actually did that. Yeah, um, you got the 18 um, you got Cigar, and then you got King Alexander, which um, there's a story behind the King Alexander, which kind of goes back to the origin of Dalmore. So um, Dalmore is, uh, you've seen the bottle, it's a 12-point yep. stag on there. Beautiful. Well, that's the family crest of the McKinsey clan, all right? And it was given to the McKinsey clan, Colin of Kintail, back in the early 1200s, when he was out with King Alexander III, and they were hunting, and a 12-point huge stag actually rushed the king, and Colin of McKinsey clan 
save the king. Oh wow! So he awarded him with the stat, the family crest. That's a cool. So um, that is dope. There's <laughs> a beautiful painting, and don't ask me where it's hung, but it's of on a wall. I'd on imagine. a wall somewhere. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's actually probably in a basement somewhere at this yeah, point. Yeah, probably. But, is. Um, it, it's depicting Colin stabbing the stag, uh, saving the king. So it's it's a badass painting. Um, what a great story! Yeah, it's yeah. a cool honor to have too. Yeah, like, yeah. That's your family crest, and a king gave it to you. You uh, saved his life for sure. So that's alluding to the King Alexander the Third, which it's about a two three hundred dollar bottle. Um, you're getting a lot of there's a lot of like twenty five year old scotch in that bottle. So huh. and because then you go to the twenty five year, which is hard to find. I mean, you're looking at thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah. Um, wow. What would you recommend to listeners? Like, if this is your first time having a Dalmore, what, what would you say? So definitely go with the 12. Um, you know, that's one that it's great to smoke, super easy drinking, um, price price really affordable for a 12-year-old scotch. You're right in the realm of the Macallan's, actually a little less than Macallan. And, uh, you know, you get nice notes of chocolate. You get nice notes of orange in there. And, um, you know, super approachable. But you can also use it as a cocktail. They make fantastic old fashions. The 12-year-old okay. does. I have to so. experiment. I haven't done a lot of old fashions with scotch. I need to try it. I haven't either. I've, I've done um, the one with the vermouth. I can't remember the name of the cocktail right now. It's uh, a Negroni? Yeah. I've done that with scotch several yeah. times. Okay. And it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. And then there's one with Campari that you can make. Yeah. Um, that's really good as well. I don't know why I'm blanking on it. Hey, it's okay. Because the scotches that I have, I, I don't, like, I have a couple Glenfiddichs that I, I just, yeah. And so I have used them just to get rid of them. Yeah. I've used them in cocktails. I've been surprised. Yeah, which you, you'll see Glenfiddich. It's a great uh, scotch as well. It's going to be a little lighter. It's going to be a little, you know, more floral than the Highland scotches in, uh, with Dalmore. Um, but uh, all great scotches. I mean, you can't go wrong over there. But, uh, yeah, no, 12-year, I think, is a great way to get into the category. Um, really play around with it. Drop a couple of um, droplets of water in there. Let yeah. it open up and, you know, have fun with it. And, Would you recommend more on the cigar? Like, if you had the cigar blend, or what do you got? What do they call it? Cigar malt. Cigar malt. Yeah. And then whiskey, it's a cigar blend. Well, there's actually really, like, uh, Magnus has the cigar blend, but okay. everybody thinks that that's just theirs, but anyone could make a cigar blend if they wanted to. It's basically just going to be a stronger, heavier thing yeah. that would line up to a cigar. Yeah. Um, so would you recommend that one, too, if you're a good cigar smoker and you're not Absolutely. new to the scotch world? Absolutely. Or you are new to the scotch world? Listen, I, you know, if you're, if you're a cigar aficionado, I mean, you... You can take the grit. You can take, you know, uh, you know some smoke. Like, that doesn't scare you as much, I think. Yeah. So definitely, I don't think the intimidation of the cigar malt, should, you know, if you're a cigar smoker, go for it. You hear that, Trevor? I'm talking to you now. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna get you a bottle and send it to you, and you're, we're going to do a Whiskey and Whitetails pairing with, with the cigar malt. Let's do it. Invite me, please. Yeah, I, I love that. And especially, hey, it's cold here to me right now. I'm from, I came from South Florida, and this, uh, we'd already be in 90 degrees right he's now. He's in Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, so well, like, yeah. He, he's he our, definitely he writes, a cigar He malt. writes our cigar okay. uh, content for yeah. us. But. Um, another fun thing about Dalmore um, is, so Sir Richard Patterson is a master distiller, and he's been around for 50 years. He was knighted by the, the queen. The guy is... Wow. Awesome. Insanely awesome. He's like 80 years old, right? And <laughs> I, uh, he came down to Florida and we did a tour of the Florida markets. And at the time I was probably, you know, 25, 26, used to going out. And my, my um, whiskey ambassador was around. I mean, we, we were younger and this mid seventies guy just, he put us to shame. I mean, we we were so tired. He wanted to stay out to two, three, just going, going. And I mean, it was day after day. And I'm just like, you are the man. Yeah. But I mean, we would go and he would do these scotch seminars and tastings. And it's so funny. I mean, the way he approaches it, he's just like, 
you gotta you gotta approach it like a lady. You know, you go up, you go, yeah, absolutely, hello. And yeah. I know who this guy is. Oh, I've yeah. seen him on YouTube. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. I know who this he's guy is. He's a sensation, and he's still doing it. And I mean, he treats every cast like his baby, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's just such a cool thing to see. And I know Bourbon's got similar stories, but for someone fifty years that's been doing it for over fifty years, yeah. Has just made a name. His nose is insured for over a million pounds. So, um, what you know, kind of like Kim oh, Kardashian's ass. Yeah, yeah. Rockets insure their legs. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, if that's if your whole career rides on the ability for that well, body, Kim Kardashian, that body part to function, then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She does require a certain body part to function. Exactly. Right? For, for or no, was it J Lo? I think J Lo insured her ass for a million probably. Dollars that would make like sense. That. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Check out the YouTube video on uh, Richard Patterson if you haven't seen it. It's it's so fun and to see him. I mean, he, he'll sit there and throw scotch on people like you know he's like <laughs> you, you just don't drink it this way and throws it on people and yeah. it's hilarious he's a he he's also the one that talked about he had a lady that came in and she didn't like it and so he added pepsi to it and it yeah. was like a 20 year or something and everybody yeah. was freaking out and he's like look i don't care how you like it i just want you to like it so For if sure. this is what makes her like it then you know we're gonna drink it this Absolutely. way yeah. yeah that's how we that's how we approach everything like For we, sure we, we like to drink things neat simply because you get the full flavor profile you get to taste everything but like i don't if if you want to take a pour of the most expensive bourbon you have and you want to add ice and coke to it i don't give a shit enjoy it let's just we want to sit and hang out like i don't care how you drink just have a drink with us exactly i know i I hate how people judge sometimes it's like yeah it's unfortunate there's so many things we could probably judge you on your life you know just because (laughs) you know like how about we not start with how i like to drink my whiskey (laughs) correct (laughs) exactly it's probably a lot worse things i promise you but uh yeah, no, it's uh, it's a fun world to be in, for sure. So tell um, tell everybody, you know, where they can find more information about Gallo and all that fun, you know, what you guys are involved with, or yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're a big part of Seaweed this week. Um, yeah, well, so- let's talk about that. Like, how'd you how'd you guys end up here? <laughs> well, Brittany Livingston, <laughs> uh, Brittany, yeah. So uh, she uh, new to the area, but she came to me. She's like. Hunter, this is the best thing. This is what I'm like, hey, I'm for it. Let's yeah. give it a try. So super excited to be a part of it. Uh, everyone's been great. John at Seaweed's fantastic. Um, yeah, he's very the good. The gala the other night was so nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, um, we we're, um, we have some of our, the wines here. So the Jay Vineyards wines, the Dark Horse cans out here today. Can yeah, I saw wine. the Dark Horse I knew y'all brought the Dark Horse yeah. cans. Yeah, okay. So um, definitely... Uh, Definitely super excited to be part of it and can't wait to continue the partnership. Is this your first year at Seaweed? Yep. This, this, is, my first, first this is my first time ever to Brittle Bank. Oh, really? Uh, okay. So, okay, all right. Yeah. Have you had an opportunity to go to any other parts of the... Uh, uh, no. Oh, okay. No. I'm going to check it out today, though. So we're down, downside of being a, a vendor and yeah. have, like you don't get to go to the other parts because yeah. it takes over the whole city, but what are you saying? I was, I was saying, well, we're, I'll give you a quick lay of the land when we're done but i'll take you to our booth we have a booth in there as well okay and we'll we'll hook you up with a smoker yeah you just smoke yeah, kit. no yeah. definitely yeah this is awesome i wasn't expecting just the the vastness of it you know it's huge it's i mean i had to park a mile away <laughs> Did but, you? yeah yeah we got we got here at like 7 30 <laughs> just so we could park right here yeah and then i saw someone drive in and said oh, he's a vendor i'm like i wonder if i could have gotten away with that just you know said here's they look at the wine in my car you know you just tell them you're yeah, a vendor yeah. i mean you're wearing yeah, a vendor exa- tag so exactly. you, you would have been able to I, I know. you're well, wearing a partner tag so yeah. you would have definitely been 
able to park it. <laughs> Lesson learned. Parking. Lesson learned. That's, yeah. the, the, there's a handful of badges that are I do whatever I want badges. Yeah, and I that's, think that's one, one, one of them. them. Oh, you can nice. do whatever you want here. Pretty much. Yeah. Go jump in the pool with the dogs. You can do whatever you want. All right, perfect. Yeah. You might. Somebody might taste. If you think if you think that's good for you and for Gallo, I don't know. I don't know if it's good for my career, but hey. Well, you can find out. Yeah, we'll find out. But no, this is awesome. Super excited to be part of it and continue to grow the partnership. Absolutely. Yeah. We should do something again someday, and we can get a little deeper in the woods. We got a studio in North Charleston. So. Okay. Yeah. So are you based here in the Charleston yeah, area? Yeah. We just bought a house over in West Ashley. Oh, great. Uh, nice. Over by Avondale. Super, so super excited yeah. to be nice part to of the fabric. There. You know. Cool. Um, this this city's awesome. It's changed a lot. I used to. So I went to UGA. Go Dogs National Championship. Yeah. Congrats. Um, but uh, used to come down a lot in college, and just okay. in the last ten years, I mean, it's insane. It's different. Completely different. I mean, it's nuts. Yeah. He's I, lived here eleven or twelve years. Thirteen. Thirteen years. And I remember coming down here for his wedding, and yeah, 2014. And yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's night and day different now. It's, when I moved, I moved here when I got out of the army. Okay. Um, in 2016, and it's even from then, it's changed a yeah. lot. Well, thank you for your service. Oh, no, 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 no. It's all selfish. twice today. It was, yeah, it was all selfish. I did it for me. <laughs> I, I didn't do it for anybody. Well, else. That's even better then, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, I was in a weird situation in life, and and the army was like, "We can fix that," and they did. So, nice. Oh, well, uh, perfect. Yeah. Do you, do you hunt or fish at all? Uh, I did a little fishing down in Florida, but okay. uh, actually never been hunting. So uh, I was talking to Matt about that earlier. Need to we're gonna fix that. Let's, yeah, we'll let's make it happen. Yeah. You know, down in Florida, there, you just don't do a lot of hunting. Yeah, so, um, it's hot. Between yeah. the three of us, there's no excuse why you cannot find yourself in a tree stand you somewhere this year. Definitely not that we don't want to go with you, but yeah. if you were to pick, I would pick Matt Livingston. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's I, an epic hunter. Yeah, he's really yeah. good. Definitely. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He well, may be one of the best hunters I've known personally. Well, let's find out the time. We'll all go. I'll bring the scotch. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah let's I'm, do it. Well, I'm so, down for that. Heck yeah. Um, that'll, be, that'll be a lot of fun. But, uh, Sweet. Yeah. Well, Hunter, we appreciate you coming on. This is yeah. awesome, man. Cheers, Great man. Cheers. 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 All right. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.